What's going on, you guys? And welcome back to the 13th episode of the Push the Tempo podcast. It's your boy, Aira, here, and I'm with my guy, Kyle. And in today's episode or podcast, whatever you want to call it, we're going to be talking about the all-star selections, who got snubbed, who we believe should have been in there, or who basically is overrated and should not have been an all-star selection. So we're pretty much just going to kind of go over it, what we think about the all-star selections. So Kyle, man, right off the bat, is there anybody that you think is or should not be on that list? No, um, this year is very difficult because there's so many players who definitely could have been all-stars because just there's so many guys in the league who are having great seasons. Um, I think everybody that made it this year on both the East and Western Conference reserves deserves to to be an all-star. What about you? Do you think anybody shouldn't have made it? I, I know probably you do, but. Oh, I mean, there's like a two or three players that I would say should not be on this team. Or, I mean, a lot of, like you said, a lot of these guys should be on the team. It's just so limited to how much people can actually be on the team. In my opinion, there's definitely some players that should have been on the list over some of the players that didn't end up making the list. So, I mean, there's that. I mean, and on top of that, like a lot of players have missed a lot of games. So it's definitely interesting um i'm not 100 percent happy with the listings though to be honest who would you what would you change if it was up to you i mean so one of the biggest things that i noticed that is that the list is really inconsistent so we've got guys that are on and this is something that they've been saying about the all-star game is uh like you know you got to have a lot of wins to be able to be a player. Then you've got like Bradley Beal starting. And yeah, the Wizards have won a lot of games, but I mean, he was announced as a starter way back. And then you've got guys like Vucevic who are on a 12-seeded team. And very and he has very similar stats to Sabonis, who's basically did not make the team at all. So that's just kind of one of the things that I'm looking at. If he's a 12-seed and Sabonis is a 4-seed, little inconsistencies like that. And I think that... I know I kind of jumped ahead, but that's probably the biggest snub in my opinion. No, you're good. You definitely make a good point. Um, I think Sabonis is a pretty big one in the Eastern Conference. Other guys are like, and when I say when I say snub, I mean I don't, because I think everybody deserves deserves to have made it. Even Vucevic, he's having a great season. It's not really his fault that everybody on the Magic is hurt, and he has to do what he has to do carrying wise. But uh, a lot of these guys, like there's a lot of players who definitely have a case in the eastern conference you have guys like like you said Demonta sabonis there's also trey young who also has a case to be an all-star and then in the western conference you have guys like devin booker uh you have guys like De'Aaron fox and there's just a lot of guys who can make a case that they should have been on this team this year yeah um chris I, middleton I sorry chris yeah, middleton no, no. as well chris middleton yeah definitely yo we should make like uh, like an all-star snub list. So yeah. we've got, I, in my opinion, Sabonis is the biggest snub. Would you agree to that or not? In the Western Conference, in the Eastern Conference, I would say so, yeah. Actually, no, yeah, he's the biggest snub overall, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Even even a guy like Jeremy Grant in the Eastern Conference, he, he played pretty well, but, you know, his team didn't win that many games. I wish, you know, they would show us like a list of, like did give like values to these players to kind of just see where they sit because it's really hard to kind of look at it and compare it just like you know what I mean like yeah I, I still don't understand in what world Vucevic is considered more of an all-star than Sabonis even though like you said he's been having a great season 
so we've been talking about it. Let's just go through the list real quick, uh, just so if anybody doesn't know who the All Stars are in the uh, by the reserves. I'm pretty sure everybody knows the the starters by now, but the reserves were announced yesterday. <clears throat> uh, in the Western Conference, Chris Paul, Paul George, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Zion Williamson, and Anthony Davis are the reserves. Anthony Davis is hurt, and he'll most likely be replaced by somebody. Um, I think it's. I'm pretty confident saying that that player is probably going to be Devin Booker. Uh, they're a top four seed in the Western Conference, and every other, every other uh, top, every other like top four, every other team that is in the top four, the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Jazz, both have two All Stars. Um, and then in the Eastern Conference, James Harden, Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Ben Simmons, and Nikola Vucevic are the reserves in the Eastern Conference. So, like I said, Anthony Davis is going to be, he's going to be out. Uh, most likely for the All-Star game. Uh, the Lakers said he's going to be out about four weeks. So he's going to be replaced by somebody. It's probably going to be Devin Booker. I think De'Aaron Fox also has a good case to be there. Before he got hurt, he was on a tear. And yeah, um, he's probably going to be his injury replacement just because the Suns are the fourth seed and they're playing really well as of late. I think they've won a majority of like their last 14 games. It's like a crazy percentage, their win percentage. And they're playing really well. And I just think that um, I think that he's going to get it. He's going to get in there. And a lot of people are, are angry that Devin Booker got that he didn't make the team initially. Um, but there's not I wouldn't say there's a player on that list in the in the Western Conference that he's been better than. Uh, I think all those guys have been better or just have been just as good or better than Devin Booker. And 10 years from now, when people look at his career, they're not going to be like, oh, this guy was an injury replacement for two of his all-star selections. They're going to, they're just going to say he's an all-star because people don't remember that like five years from now. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I agree with you. Um, Looking at his numbers, it's nothing like spectacular. Not that he's not a bad player or anything like that, but I mean, 24 points and, you know, three to four assists and rebounds per game is nothing crazy. Uh, especially in the Western Conference, it's going to be tough for him to actually be named as an all-star, even though his team's winning a lot. You know, honestly, and this is kind of like a hot take, but, you know, if Anthony Davis is listed as like uh, a forward, because I guess they're not doing centers anymore, shouldn't he be replaced by a, another forward or center? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but the forward center position, I mean, when a player is replaced, it doesn't necessarily have to be a p- player from that same position. And I'm pretty sure that player is picked by um, – I think it's picked by the coach of the team this year, which is Quinn Snyder. So it's going to be interesting to see who picks that. No wonder Rudy made it. I just played. I just played. Um, yeah, I mean, looking at their team, they only have, like, two or three big men. Um, like, I forgot who the starters are. I just can't think off the top of my head. But, I mean, beside Anthony Davis, there's Rudy and then – who are the starters? My back and no, you're Nicolo. good. Uh, the starters in the Western Conference, I'm going off the top of my head, are Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kawhi, LeBron, and Jokic. Yeah, so they've got a total of two big men, uh, Rudy and Nikola Jokic. And I mean, I guess you can count um, Zion as well. So that's three. I, that's why I just thought that they should be replacing um, Anthony Davis with another big man. Um, I mean, like Christian Wood's a guy that I think also got snubbed, although he didn't play that many games at all. He's been on a tear this season. And Brandon Ingram's another dude that I was looking at. If if they were to replace him with um, 
like another type of big man, you know what I mean? I wouldn't I, – I don't think Christian Wood got snubbed. I think, one, he didn't play enough games, and two, uh, he just um, – I don't think he was as good as – even Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is having a down year, but I still think he was having a better season than Christian Wood. Uh, not only were the – not only were the um, – not only were the uh, – were the Lakers a lot better than the Rockets, but, I mean – Anthony Davis is just a more impactful player. Uh, he's a much better defensive player. Uh, and I'd say he's in a better offensive player as well. So I don't think Christian Wood got snubbed, mainly because he just didn't play enough games, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree to that. Um, I don't know if you've seen that take by um, Charles Barkley where he said that Anthony Davis shouldn't be an all-star at all just because, you know, he's not having an all-star level season. And I kind of agree to that to a certain extent. I mean, without a doubt, he's definitely a superstar, but he has not been having a great season thus far. And I mean, I can kind of agree to that sentiment a little bit. I mean, I think it's fair to say that he's not having a great season. I would still say he's an all-star. Um, he's just um, he's just been struggling with nagging injuries and such. And then when one of those injuries, uh, that Achilles um, strain or whatever, took him out, or calf strain as they called it. And now he's out for a while. So I think you can make you can make the argument that he's not having the greatest season. This might be like the second or third worst season of his career so far, and he hasn't had a bad of a season as this since like his first or second year. But I think he's I think he's definitely still an All Star. Plus the Lakers are well when the when it was announced they were tied for second. They're now third because they lost to the Wizards, but um, he's he's on a top three team and the best team, in my opinion, in the entire league when playoff time comes around. And he's a big That's part fair. of that. That's fair. Yeah, you know, speaking of top teams that had more than one All-Star, all right, I, I do agree with Ben Simmons being named an All-Star, even though his team is, you know, first in their conference. I do. I do because I remember at the start of the year, Ben Simmons was really struggling. Um, he was really uh, – it just looked like he wasn't really – playing aggressive and you know playing to his full potential but since then he's really turned it around uh, he had that huge game in Utah they ended up losing but he, I mean he did really all he could I think he had like 43 12 and 9 or something like that um, and he's followed it up with some strong performances after that as well uh, he's had a 28 point game and he's had a 15 point game and his his impact goes beyond the stat sheet uh, he does more than just score the ball because he's a fantastic defender He's probably the best, uh, the most adaptable defender in the league right now. He can defend small guards, and he fares well against not only forwards, but also some bigs. And he also, uh, when he when he's playing aggressive, this he just adds a whole new facet to the Sixers' offense. Uh, if, we're, if we're talking about two guys on one team, uh, the Celtics, aren't the Celtics below 500 right now? And don't they have two All-Stars? Um, you actually did not need to mention that, but yeah. They should have three All-Stars, but, you know, aside from okay. Kenboy, he's garbage. So, <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to have to kind of agree to you on that, or disagree with you for that Ben Simmons take, just because, you know, I do like Ben Simmons, and he, like you say, he does do a lot of things that are pretty impactful. But, you know, I, I really don't like that, you know, a team can be first or second seed and then have two players just because of that. I think there's been players in his position or just in general that have been playing better than him in this season that weren't selected to the All-Star game. I mean, I'm just going to keep going back at it, but Sabonis is one of those guys. I also think uh, 
Trey Young has been another guy on the Eastern Conference, also a guard that's been playing really well. And, you know, I just think that it's kind of unfair just because, you know, a team is, you know, a top team to have like, oh, because they're a top team, they're going to have two all-stars. I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you on the Trey Young one. I do think that he has a good case as well to be an all-star, but I don't think he's been better than Ben Simmons this year. Uh, you can point to the point. You can uh, you can look at the point totals and say, well, he puts up more points, uh, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, yeah, that, no, one, that's fair. I was just giving like an example. But no, no, you're I had to be, if I had to be honest, yo, this team is being highly disrespected. Yo, the Pacers, Malcolm Brogdon, all-star. What do you think? At the start of the year, I was saying Malcolm Brogdon was having an all-star caliber year, but he's really tailed off since then. And he's he's really come back down to earth, similar to kind of what happened last year. But last year, he was dealing more so with injuries. And that's one of the bigger reasons that the Pacers have kind of struggled as of late. Uh, they started off the season really hot, and now they're like just a middling team like they've been in the past couple of years. So I, at the beginning of the year, I would have definitely said Malcolm Brogdon was an all-star, but since then he's really cooled off. He's really cooled off and uh, they're just not really that great of a team. You know what I mean? I mean, not, I shouldn't say not that great of a team, but they're not that elite team they were at the start of the year. Mm, that's a fair point. Yeah. My bad for cutting you off on Trey Young. What were you saying about him? No, 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 you're good. Um, I just don't think, I don't think, well, Trey Young definitely, definitely has a case to be an all-star, but out of all those guys in there, particularly at the guard position, like who are you taking out for him? Uh, I'm not taking out James Harden for Trey Young. Even after James Harden's been in Brooklyn, I think he's been better than Trey Young. Uh, I'm not taking out Jalen Brown for Trey Young. Like who who are you taking out to put Trey Young in there? And I'm not ben taking Simmons. out Ben. Sim- I'm not taking Ben Simmons out either. I think uh, being the either the second or third best player, probably second on the Philadelphia 76ers, who are the best team in the west in the eastern conference i think that that has to matter for something so i think he deserves to be in there okay that's that's a fair point i kind of wish they would expand the roster a little bit more i mean i know they the games are becoming a little bit more competitive but it's kind of fun to see more players play you know what i mean like <laughs> in particular like you know playing on 2k or something like that it's so fun to just have like a bunch of players on that roster to kind of just play because it's very limiting how much players you can have on that team, especially now where there's so much talent in the NBA. There's just, yeah, exactly. No, that's exactly, that's exactly it. There's so many good players now in the NBA that you can make a case for so many guys who didn't make the all-star team to be in the all-star game. Um, Where it gets difficult is saying who they should be replacing because the guys who made it are just as deserving, if not more. So it's, it's, it's just very tough this year because there's so many good players. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. And like, this is something I was saying earlier in the, this episode, but I really wish that the NBA would release some type of weighting. And I know they have like, oh, like, I don't know the specific amount, but like, oh, like 40% is fan vote and this and that. But I also wish that they incorporate something where it shows like how much winning really matters, how much missing games really matters and something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I do think at the end of the day that if you're like a top seed in your conference, like, for example, the Utah Jazz, uh, the Utah Jazz have two all-stars. Rudy Gobert is definitely he's definitely an nope. all-star because he's so impactful. And without him, that they wouldn't even be a top three or they wouldn't even be a top five seed. I wouldn't I wouldn't even think they would be. Bro, why are you bullshitting so hard? Right now? I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not. I'm being so no, serious. And Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell's obviously had a great year. But 
like there's there's been games that he hasn't played and the Jazz have just continued. They're they're winning ways. Um, there's other guys in the Jazz that I mean you can make an argument for Mike Conley. I don't think uh, I think most of the argument comes behind the fact that he's never been an All Star and people just want him to make one. Um, I don't think that's necessarily fair, but sure you can have that argument if you want. But um, I think I think winning should be it should be a thing and. The Phoenix Suns will definitely get a fourth all-star. Uh, not a fourth, I'm sorry. They'll get a second all-star because they are one of like the top, the best, the five best teams in the in the entire league in terms of record and in terms of like win percentage. So they're going to get a second one. And it's going to be Devin Booker, who's going to eventually replace Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. And honestly, um, I, it's, it's so weird just because like, you know, like Chris Paul, if you look at his stats, you know, compared to some of the other people that didn't end up making the all-star game, you would say his stats doesn't indicate that he's an all-star, but like, it's all about the impact and, you know, his team is up there 20 and 10, which is amazing. Right. But like, then you've got players that have even better stats, but they can't win. And it's just kind of weird to me, like how they structure it. And I don't know. It just, it's just weird to me. I more so think Chris Paul made it, over particularly over Devin Booker, if we're looking at that, um, at that, um, what's it called? Like at that aspect, because a lot of people were saying that Devin Booker should have been over in over Chris Paul. Um, I don't agree with that for a couple. For one of my main reasons is that because you're biased. Yeah, uh, that that's also mm. true. That's also <laughs> true. But Chris Paul, in terms of his advanced stats, they really paint Chris Paul in a really positive light, which makes sense. He's high. He's very efficient. Uh, he not only doesn't turn the ball over, but he racks up large assist numbers and he doesn't really, he doesn't really make a lot of mistakes in games. So he's a guy that I think he made it because the impact stats, not only that, but because uh, like the advanced stats and also he has the respect of a lot of other, of a lot of players and a lot of coaches in the league because the all-star reserves are voted by the coaches. Right. So I'm sure that he has a lot of their respect, which I'm sure played a, a big, a big part in why he made it. It's true. It's true. Yeah. On a side note, um, my boy, Zach Levine, first time, first time all-star respect. Did you think that he was going to make it this season or not? I think he should have. Um, uh, he's having a great season, man. Sure. The bulls aren't necessarily the best team currently. I think they are as of right now, they're, they're the eighth seed, so they're right in that – they're tied with Charlotte for the eighth seed. But he's been having an unbelievable season, man. Like, he's got he's gotten even more efficient than he was last year. He's shooting 43% from three. He's 51% uh, from the field with a true shooting percentage uh, – with a true shooting percentage of – one sec, sorry. Uh, with a true shooting percentage of 64%, which is crazy. And he's just having a great season, you know. Uh, the Bulls have dealt with not only injury, they've had guys in and out with COVID protocol. Uh, Larry Markinen's been out. I, I'm not sure if he's back yet, but he's been out for a while. Wendell Carter Jr. just came back. And um, Zach Levine's having a great year, so I'm happy he made it because he's just he's a fun player, you know what I mean? Uh, athletic, he's really skilled. Uh, he's a guy that's just – he's just fun to watch, and I'm happy he's in the game. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm pretty excited for him too. And – him and Randall, first time All Stars. It's pretty. It's pretty nice to see some new faces on there. You know what I mean. But you know, a guy that's been really overlooked, in my opinion, for making the All Star team is Zion. 
you remember how much hype he had in his first year? And it's kind of weird that it's all kind of deflating. You know what I mean? Dude, Zion has been on a tear as of late. Like I know, right? It's like it's crazy because of how hyped he was his first season, his rookie season, and even before it entering the NBA. And now he's averaging like over 60% from the field. And I got to double check that. So I'm going to do that right now. But like, he's just been a beast. He's averaging more than like 25 points a game or something like that. And, you know, it's like no one even knows. <laughs> Zion is like a lot of people are also like when Devin Booker didn't make it. A lot of people were saying that he should be in there over Zion. I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, sure, Zion's not a great defender. And he's one of the reasons that the Pelicans defense is kind of struggling. But dude, he's been he's been on a tear, especially as a late. Like, uh, I mean, we're probably not gonna get into it, but the Celtics game, uh, where they came back and beat the Celtics, he was a big part of that. I mean, there was like a play where he he went at um, Tristan Thompson, and and Tristan Thompson's he's been in the league for like ten years, and he's a grown man, and he just moved Tristan Thompson out of the way. Like Zion is definitely he should be in the All Star game, not only because he's fun and that he's very athletic and does really cool shit, but He's also really fucking good, and he should be in there, in my opinion. Yeah, no, definitely, I agree. Um, this is a conversation that we were having uh, in one of our group chats where, uh, with the, the rest of the East Coast Brown guys, and, you know, I, I asked the question. I was like, yo, do you guys think that Zion should be in the All-Star game? And, you know, my points were just that, you know, he was shooting over 60%, which I double-checked, by the way, more than 25 points a game, about seven rebounds and three assists, which is huge. He's also the leading scorer on the Pelicans. So for, in that aspect, I'm like, how could he not make the all-star game? But it all comes back to how much talent there is. And honestly, if you look at the, the Western Conference, do you think that – so right now the Pelicans are sitting at the 11th seed. Do you think that if they were maybe the third or fourth seed, that both him and Brendan Ingram would have made the all-star game? I mean, that's very difficult to say. Um, I mean, one just because they're not good enough to be that good to be in that spot, but I don't know, man. That that's tough. Because Brent Ingram's he's not having the year that he had last year. I mean, he's having a better year than last year. Um, Is he really? Of, in terms of stats, yeah. He's. I mean, okay. Uh, he's averaging 0.1 points more. Uh, he's shooting better from the field. Um, he's also assisting better and rebounding a little bit worse. But other than that, he's been a lot more efficient in terms of shooting and his turnovers. So in that regard, he's having a better season. I know that I know that he's been better in terms of like passing the ball because he's had the ball in his hands more, but I'm not sure if he's been particular, if he's been all the way better because his defense is still not really that great. You know what I mean? Uh, similar to Durant when Durant first came into the league, he's very, like he's very, the, not only slender, but he just doesn't know. He's figured out how to use his length on, on offense to really, uh, like, get the shots he wants. But on defense, he's still not that great. And he's another reason that the Falcons' defense isn't that good. So I'm not sure. I mean, if he was a top four seed, probably. He'd probably be in the All-Star game. But he's just not He's just not there. And it's, it sucks that he didn't make it. because. But it goes back to the fact that there's just so many good players in the league now. Mm, all right, so this is another one. If they were the first seed over the Jazz, do you think that these, this duo of Zion and Brandon Ingram would have been selected over the duo of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell? Bro, you're putting out all these hypotheticals that would never happen. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what do you think? How how would that selection go? Because if you ask me which duo is um, 
if you ask me which duo has better stats, then obviously the the one on the Pelicans. But if we factor in winning, then it's going to change. I and winning, winning and impact because Rudy Gobert has a bigger impact than both Zion and Brandon Ingram. Yes, I mean, I mean, yes, he does. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I just don't see it, man. Yeah, uh, well, 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 you're blind because he <laughs> has he has the. He has one of the biggest impacts in the league. They, yeah, uh, we're we're just not gonna get into it. Yeah, definitely, because you know this is gonna go on a tangent. But man, are you excited for the All Star game or not? I think they're doing the similar format to what they did last year, which was pretty competitive. I mean, a lot of a lot of the players have come out and said that they they don't look forward to the game, you know. So I I just hope it's because last year the All Star game was awesome. Um, the Elam ending. Uh, the guys were really not only like was the atmosphere really cool, which is which is something I think is going to be missed um, with all the fans and such, just like yeah. it is in regular even, games. Um, even Charlie D'Amelio was there too, so you know I have that this year. <sighs> oh man, what a what a loss! But <laughs> but it's just it's tough because uh, the players last year you could tell they were motivated and they really wanted to not only put on a show but they really wanted to win that game uh, with so many players expressing their concerns about all-star weekend being in Atlanta and like Atlanta is one of the places that they don't really necessarily have the, the stricter like health and safety protocols. I like a lot of players are concerned and it's going to, it remains to be seen if they're going to be, if they're going to, what's it called? What's the word? If they're going to bring that same intensity that we saw last year and that everybody enjoyed because last year's all-star game was awesome. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. And you know, I don't know if you've seen those interviews with like LeBron or even Darren Fox. They're talking about, yo, know, like they don't want to play. <laughs> so there's that. And on top of that, if you don't go, you get fined. So, I yeah. mean, it's not the same thing. Like last year, you'd want to go and play in the All Star game, have a good time. But now, because everyone's so strict in these new policies and rules or whatever you want to call it, you know, they don't really have the same time to, you know, go back home, enjoy the time off stay with their family or do whatever they want. So, I mean, I guess why they'd be less motivated to play, but I just hope it's not going to be as, not say pathetic, but I just don't want it to be boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, we've seen in the past, the all-star games that are just guys getting uncontested dogs and just open shots and like, like alley-oops are fun, but at some point, like when these guys are just like, getting it was just being wide open and there's no defense being played like it just gets boring after a while because remember a couple years ago all-star games were like in the like 200s like yeah that wasn't that wasn't fun to me I don't know if it was to you but yeah because like literally I'd be watching uh Russell Westbrook just walk up to the three-point line and just shoot threes and then he'd do like yo I'm hot <laughs> I mean it's wide open and it would be like honestly it's like like the end of a blowout game where you're just putting in a bunch of you know players that don't really play that much and they're just taking shots yeah it's just not fun because there's no like really intensity like i understand from the players perspective they don't want to like this is a game that it doesn't count towards their season like and they just they don't want to play hard because they don't want to get hurt like if you get hurt in the all-star game which in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter like you could be costing your team and costing your team and particularly like the the players on like on the on the better teams like LeBron and like the last couple of years before last year LeBron wasn't really trying he wasn't really going hard on defense like sure he was get 
like a highlight dunk once in a while, but like, why would he really risk himself getting hurt when he knows he's going to make a deep playoff run like he's done every year? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, a hundred percent agree with you. And I mean, I, I kind of, I don't know, obviously, cause it's all behind the scenes stuff, but I feel like the NBA should have just, you know, asked their players if they wanted to do it or not. And I don't know if they did or not, but it just kind of seems like they really forced this one in. Yeah. It's all, it's all about the money. Uh, that's just, that's just how it is currently, unfortunately, but that's just what it is. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough, especially, you know, cramming in probably the, the world's shortest off season ever. And then just hopping right in and, you know, no break in between all these all-star level players are just going to be there and have to play. And I'm assuming that they're going to do maybe all-star like the, the mini events, like the three point contest or a dunk. They're doing, they're doing it all on all in one night, actually. Oh I think the, the three point contest and the skills challenge are, uh, I think they're right before the all-star game. And then the dunk contest, which has sucked the last couple of years uh, before like Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, like just tore the house down. Um, um, I think, uh, what's it called? Was it, was it last year that Aaron Gordon uh, lost? Yeah. To, who who did yeah. he lose to last year? Uh, Derek Jones Jr. Because remember the, the whole D-Wade thing? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's, um, I just hope, like, I just hope that the dunk contest, like, who's going to be really be excited for that, you know? Yeah, like, I heard that Zion was, like, teasing the media about joining or not. Um, I would be excited to see him if he were to enter it. But, I mean, who knows at this point? Um, at this point, if players get selected to do it, I'm pretty sure they can turn this down, even if they end up getting fined or whatever. They might just do it. Right, yeah, for sure. I think – Sorry, my no, bad. I was gonna say, imagine a dunk contest with no fans. How how weird that would be. I mean, I'm pretty. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see like what Atlanta does because I know they have some fans currently at the mm-hmm. Hawks games, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they have the. They probably will have some fans, just mm-hmm. like the atmosphere is kind of it's kind of you can't match that with like no fans and just like pumped in crowd noise. You can't yeah. like like last year for example like the Elam ending like that was intense, and a lot of that was because like the fans were like on their they were on their toes like the entire like fourth quarter trying to reach that twenty four point mark so it'll be it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see, and yeah no nah, for sure uh, I hope it's a good game um, I have my doubts about it though, but we could we can hope for the best. Yeah, it's true, it's true, and on top of that, I, I'm highly doubting that. Like these high high level of celebrities are gonna be there either. Uh, if you remember during the dunk contest, there was a bunch of like legends. Like you know, Dwayne Wade was there. Uh, Paul Pierce was also in the crowd somewhere, I believe. And all these other guys. And we also had a bunch of celebrities like uh, Kevin Hart. He's almost always at the All Star game. And that's one of the most underrated parts, to be honest. Uh, just kind of seeing all these celebrities interact with NBA players. If you remember that Victor Oladipo dunk with uh, Chadwick rest in peace but you know things like that all the small things they were pretty hype and um, i think that's one thing that's going to be missing this all-star game even charlie d'amelio and aaron gordon that dunk now i'm just playing but all jokes aside i feel like this is going to be one thing that we're going to be missing hey man uh no no tiktok stars at the all-star game kevin hart we're not as welcome it, like he's at every fucking all-star game like I, I'm, I'm good on that that's cool with me what Kevin Hart is the homie, and didn't he beat like Draymond in like a three-point contest? Nobody cares. 
about Kevin Hart. Mm, Kevin Hart, the homie, yo. Damn, so I'm assuming there's going to be no Celebrity All-Star game either. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> All right. You think we're good for this episode? Yeah, I think I think we'll call it now. All right, for sure. All right, guys. I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, leave a comment who you guys think are the biggest All-Star snubs and who you guys believe should not have been in the All-Star game. Uh, if you guys want to catch us, we're on Spotify, uh, pretty much anywhere that you guys listen to your podcasts at Push the Temple Podcast with Ari and Kyle. You can also catch us on YouTube where we have some gameplay in the background under the East Coast Browncast. And that's where we do our other podcasts as well. So if you guys want to check us out, let us know. Other than that, catch you guys later and take it easy.